We're about to begin now. Uh, t- today is the 29th yard site of the Vav. And as we used to do before COVID, commemorate the yard site. We have various speakers who are meeting with the Vav and the relationship with the Vav. Um, and so I'm going to begin just by speaking about um, um, I'm going to say over Tushtukoch Torah from the Vav. About related to Kriya Satova. Um, I, I, I chose the topics or the theme of Kriya Satova because I thought it's, it's so appropriate on so many levels in terms of who the love was. Kriya Satova's Tamatora de Rabin. And that's what the love represented in the most extraordinary, in the most extraordinary fashion. Um, so, this shop on Shabbos Chalamoi, a beats of the different regolim, uh, but on the Yom Toivim, we read one of the Megillos. We're going to read Shir HaShirim. Um, for Pesach, we read Kohelis on, um, on Sukkot, and we read Rus on Shurus. But the strange thing is this. That when we, as you'll notice, when we read each of the Megillos, we read them before Kriya Satova. And the question is why? We have a general principle, Todur Vashainu Todur, Todur Koda. Since Kriya Satova is more frequent, it should take precedence over the Megillos. And we should read the Megillah after Kriya Satova. Um, so why is it that it's inverted? So I once had a conversation with Chaim Kinyevsky, that's all about this question. And he suggested that the reason is that since the Chiv of the Megillus is only, it's not a real Chiv of Rabbonin, so Minog mentioned Mestech Sofrim. So the principle of Tod Vashen is not applicable in that case. Um, he didn't reference it, but offhand that there's a Shagas Arya like that. The Shagas Arya in Simon Kovches um, says that tefillin, he's of the opinion that when you put in tefillin towels, that the tefillin should come first. Um, that even though it could come first before tzitzis, before you put on your talus, even though the talus is todir, because we, you can put on talus, as we do every day, tzitzis is all the time. And and tzitzis, as opposed to tefillin, which is we we don't put it on on on, on Shabbos. Um, um, so and even even according to the Maniyama, that tefillin doesn't apply at night, even if it's a ksusyom, Um Even according to Maniyama, that film is not noyed balayla, but ksusyom we hold is chayiv even balayla, and therefore it should be that tzitzis is todah. So the Shagas Arya says that tzitzis is not considered davish shulchov because you don't have to wear tzitzis unless you're wearing a begil dalakanfos. So therefore, the the, the tefillin 
is, should come before, before the tzitzis. That's what the Shagasari should be opinion. But anyway, that's what Chaim said, Rebbeim Kanievsky answered, that since this is only by a minog, we don't say this principle taught to Shainu So I, I shared with him what the Rav said. The Rav had a wonderful terrace. And, um, and this is what the Rav said. He said, we know that there's halacha, that you're not allowed to study Ksuvim on Shabbos. And that's Mishum Bittu Beisem Bedrish. People will be saying Tillim instead of, and after all, this the Shabbos was the primary day they had an opportunity to learn. And therefore, Chachamim Asud studying Ksuvim on Shabbos. It's interesting. The Yushalmi, Rav pointed this out, the Yushalmi is of the opinion, you know, we know that we don't take Lulav, we don't go on Shabbos, we don't go uh, Shofa on Shabbos, we don't read the Megillah on Shabbos. The reason in the Babli is because lest by mistake, inadvertently, you carry it on Shabbos. But Yushami doesn't have the Xeru Dirabah at all. Yushami says that we don't blow Shofa on Shabbos, it's a Diraisa. Um, because there's no, there's no Mrs. Shofa on Shabbos. And, and, um, and it's, um, and Yushami says that, um, As relates to um, as relates to why we don't take lulav on Shabbos, also Yushami bases this on the pasuk, and the halacha that we don't read Megillah on Shabbos. Yushami says because it's also to read Ksuvim on Shabbos. This So, so the Rav said like this: this isha of reading Ksuvim on Shabbos. He said, when does, what, what's, how, what's the duration of that Easter? Rav said, the Easter <coughs> begins with Kriya Satora, because Kriya Satora is the Tamil Torah, the Rabbim, and it precipitates the Chiyuv, the special Chiyuv of learning Torah on Shabbos, I should say learning Torah, but it's Kovei of what's called Man of the Beisam Medrash. And therefore, before Kriya Satora, you permitted to, uh, to be Ksuvim. And it extends how far? Till the reading of Kriya Satora of Mincha. And with Mincha, it ends. So that's why we read the Megillah. The Megillah is before, because, because the Isak Suvin. Um, And um, proof to this, the Rav quoted Toysis in um, Toysis in uh, in Megillah. The the the, the, um, the Mishnah says should begin. The, the Mishnah says Megillah on that Chaf Aleph. It says B'shem B'chemishu B'Shabbos U'Mincha Kavan Shlosha Ve'Ein Maftimim B'Navi. However, Toysis points out, um, Toysis uh, asks, it says, um, that's the Mishnah. Yet, uh, 
Um, so Toysa says, Rabbeinu Tam says that is only Benavi, but there was actually a Haftorah for Mincha for Shabbos. Rabbeinu Tam says it was from Ksuvim. So why, why, why did Dafka Ksuvim for that Haftorah? So Rav said, because they wanted to demonstrate now Ksuvim is permitted. Um, Um, the, the, uh, the Mishnah says in Shabbos, Kol Kisvi HaKodesh Matzilun Osam Bivnei HaTleika Ben Shikom Ben Ben Shikom Ben Ben And the um, the interpret what means Shikom Ben that means that you do read those in Naveen because Naveen you are allowed to study on Shabbos but Ksuvim Shikom Ben is referring to Ksuvim um, So, so therefore, I've said that's why we had the Haftorah, according to Rabbeinu Tam, at the Mincha, there was a Haftorah, right? But the Haftorah was the Haftorah of, um, um, of Tzuvim, to demonstrate that, that Tzuvim is not. Um, okay, so that's one Hayyur I wanted to say from the Rav. There's, there's one other thing I wanted to point out from the Rav. Something which uh, I never, I can, as I'm saying it, I can hear the love saying it. Um, you know, that his grandfather of Chaim was very, very mocked about Kriya Torah. He thought that Kriya Torah was a Chofas Yochi, an obligation on the Yochi. He wasn't so mocked, and this, this tradition continued to the briskers of, of this day. He wasn't so mocked about Tefillah B'Tzibah. Tefillah B'Tzibah thought it was a Chofas Tzibah, you have a minion, it's a nice thing, but if not, he wasn't marked with to, to always get to a minion to for Davin. But Kriya Satora, he was very, very careful never to miss Kriya Satora. And no matter what forlorn situation he was in, he would make sure to get a minion together for Kriya Satora. I remember the Rav telling us once that the Chaim was in some, you know, came into some shul and he wanted to not hurt Kriya Satora. He, he somehow stitched together a minion. And he asked, does anybody here know how to read the Torah? So one old man says that he knows how to read the Torah. So he goes up, opens up to say the Torah. He looks and he says, oh, this is on the Kudus. And this is on the Kudus. <laughs> so you can imagine what kind of circumstances the kind of found himself in, in terms of putting together this meaning for Kriya Torah. So the Rav told this story. It's just a, a very lovely story. He said that he, when he was a young boy, his other grandfather, his maternal grandfather said the first finish was that he had two grandfathers. And he said, his other grandfather, Rebelli Prushna, said, I'm going to say it the way the said it in Yiddish, and then I'll translate it. He said, I don't understand your other grandfather. It's feel a bit civil. It's, it's such an important opinion. It's a different kind of davening. It's kind of a bit civil. So, just, you know, so. I wouldn't say careless, but, you know, he's not, he's not mocked about it. But Kriya Satora, you know, he goes to the ends of the earth to make sure that he gets a minion for every Kriya Satora. It's a Chobos Tzib, a Chobos Yochim. In the Chobos Yochim, I'm a foolish Ramban, but I showed him an explicit Ramban that the Ramban says that Kriya Satora is a Chobos Tzib, not a Chobos Yochim. 
And then the Rav paused and said, and then he said, oh, but you can't, I understand, the belly push of talking. But you know you are the grandfather. It's saying eyes in the different with his ironclad, you know, language. After he learned the Ramban, the Ramban helped like him. <laughs> and then Rebelli Kushan paused and said, I'm from the Jews before Mantoyne, before Khan's new revolutionary dinner. So the Rav said, Rebelli Kushan didn't say which Ramban was, but he said he was undoubtedly referring to Ramban in Megillah. The Ramban deals with an issue, you know, the Mishnah Megillah mentions all the things that require Soma. All those things that require a tzib of ten, right? Um, and so on. So um, the Balamor, who disagrees with the opinion of the of the Rif, the Rif is the opinion that if it's Kriya um Shalob is mana, so that requires a tzib. If it's a Yochiv, then you don't, there's no Kriya Satova. So for example, if it's uh, in the forum that the meeting, the, the meeting early requires a meeting. So that's the, so that's the opinion of the myth. So the Balamor asks, if that's so, it should have been mentioned that Kriya Samagillah, under certain circumstances, requires us so. It should be in the list of the Mishnah and the Sachs Megillah of the things that require us so. So the Ramban answers, it's been quite explicit in the Ramban. The Ramban says, the things that are mentioned in the Mishnah are only those things which are, are a a chovetzibah. Megillah is really an obligation on the yochi. It's not a chovetzibah, but if it's shlobizmana, in order to to, you, to in order to fulfill it, because of your sumenisa, you need you need a tzibah. But it's not a chovetzibah, and that's why it's not mentioned in the Mishnah. But as Rebelli Pushkin pointed out, but this is mentioned in the Mishnah. Kriya is one of the ten, one of the things mentioned that require sorrow. So you see that Kriya Satora is, is a Chovas, a Chovas Tzibu. Um, so there's, there are printed stories about how the, the way the, the um, Chaim read this, there was a Ran and a Ramban. He had different punctuation. By the time, of course, Ezra Belikushin, the Ramban ended up holding like him. Um, so in, in just in terms of this issue about, about Kriyas and Megillah, whether Kriyas and Megillah is a Chovas Yochid or a Chovas Sibur, it could be a Nafkamina in the Halacha, in terms of the Halacha of Asara that we have for Kriyas and Megillah. So in the Chathila. Um, because it, even, even if you think that Megillah... Um, Um, Megillah, even if you think like Rukhain thought the Kriya is a Chovas Yochid, it's still different than Kriya Megillah. Because Kriya Megillah is fundamentally a Chovas Yochid. But if you're Sumi Nisa, you need, you need, you need a Tzibah, right? But it's not a Chovas Tzibah per se. That, and therefore, it's not listed, it's not listed in the Mishnah. As opposed to Kriya Torah, even if it's a Chovas Yochid, but the, the kiyum is a kiyum tzibu. And the nafkamina in this is, um, for example, for the asara, according to the Balamor, do you, would, would women be sufficient? So if it's a law, just because of the pesuminisa, so women would be included as well. 
But if it's a locha because it's a chov tzibur, um, a chov yachid, but it, it requires a king of tzibur, so tzibur has to be made, the minion has to be made out of, uh, uh, consisted of men. And I thought there's another nafkamina in this, and that nafkamina is when Moshe Sturmach has about, has this, called the machalot between, in modim, maidim is man, and by Kriyas and Megillah, what if you have t- um, 10 people reading from their own Megillah, but they're reading it all together in one book? they're all reading the Megillah, right? So the Chazanish thought that that was, that was, that's okay. And Biskovov thought that he thought that that is not. Quite depends on this Shiloh also. If it's a Chavos, if the, even if the Chavos is a Chavos Yochid, the obligation begins with the obligation of the individual, but the key is a key in Tzibur, so then we have to all heal it together, like Biskovov said. Um, but if it's a chovas, um, but if it's just a locha pusumenis, it's not even a chovas tzibur in the kiyum. So then, maybe chazanish is right, namely that ten people in their own mikilas meeting it separately would be yotzer. Um, there could be another issue that revolves around this question, and that is um, how how big the minion has to be who haven't heard. And there are different stories about what Rukhaim held about this. Baruch Ber in the Bikash Shmuel says that Rukhaim had a suffix about this, speaks about whether it's a chom, whether it's, you need only rove minion, six, or do you need ten for Kriya Sotara? Um, the way I recall the Rav saying it was he said that maybe even if, if there was only one person you could read it as long as there's a tzibu that's hearing it. But, um, um, but this Shaila May, may depend on this issue. Because if it's a chovitz, um, um, see, the, the way the way Bear says it is that if it's a chovitz tzibur, then you need 10. But if it's a chovitz yachid, you just need six. Then you say, Gubu Kukulo. So my friend Michael Serkin thought you actually the logic was reversed. If it's a tzibur, then you say, Gubu Kukulo on the tzibur. So chovitz yachid, so maybe in the presentation you need 10. But the story goes, I wanted to share the story with you. I, I, I heard part of this from, from, um, from Moshe Shmuel Shapiro. And Michael Shurkin told me he also had heard it from him. Um, he, Moshe Shmuel said that this issue, when Zechovus Yochid or Zechovus Tzibur, was a machlekes between Halajan and Gris. Because um, Chaim lived in the same house, one, one on top of the other, with his shver, before Shapiro. The story goes, I think I heard this once from the grandson from He said that Rukhaim had somehow managed to get nine people together for his minion. This is in Valajan. Needed one more person. So he asked, he wanted, he asked the Shver before Shapir to come and join him for the minion so he could have a tent. And Rufal said, he's not coming. This is Narish guy. There's no chiv without without tziba. So Chaim left that day for that. So Moshe said this was a dispute between Balajan and Risk. Um, so I, I spoke about this this topic because I thought you know Kriyas Torah is you know the Tama Torah Rabbim is something that the Rav really um, this is what he represented in a sense. Because he believed that every Jew 
had a chalik of Torah. And he wanted Torah to survive when he came to the shores of the United States. On these shores, where it was, it was, it was literally, whatever was there was evaporated. And uh, he believed that every businessman and, and, and uh, mathematician and, and academic, he also learned Torah at the highest levels. And, and of course, you have to have the tools. That's what Rebbe gave gave the world. These, uh, when I think about Rebbe I think like Archimedes giving me a place to stand. I can move the world. If you have Rebbe tools and, and methodology, you know everybody if, if trained properly, you know can can understand the Torah at the at an extremely high level. And that was the Rebbe's Rebbe's goal. And he did it with tremendous self sacrifice. First of all, when he was in Boston. When he first established the uh, Maimonides school. So I think it was the second, people don't realize it, I think it was the, the, the second Jewish high school in the United States at the time. There were no Jewish high schools teaching Torah. And um, and what was there in New York? Maybe RJ Jane, I thought that was it. This is 1935. Oh, maybe it was MTA. I said Tova Das. No, MTJ did not, I don't think did not exist yet. But whatever the number was, I, I thought it was the second, actually, probably the second out of New York. But it, it took tremendous sacrifice <coughs> for this to happen. He's beloved to go door to door to try to solicit people to come to my monitors. And, and, and he, he worked hard in terms of just collecting the funds. Um, it was, it was I, I remember the love, I want, remember the love saying once when we were in Boston giving shear, somebody came um, and he was very proud. He showed my mom, you know, my mom and he said, like, a chelk in all of Hava. So you would think he'd say was, because he was the greatest Malamid, as he would call himself. She was teaching Torah, right? He said, it's going to be he said, for my family and it's going to be for my mom. Um, it's sort of like Thomas Jefferson on his tombstone, so which he wrote himself. The epitaph he didn't take any chance about it, but he doesn't mention that he was president of the United States. He writes the author of the Declaration of Independence and the founder of uh, University of Virginia. The president of the United States he didn't he didn't mention. Um, so this, his commitment to teaching Torah and and. You know, I, when I used to come to the Shia, I think, my chavim, I don't know if you had the same, yeah, I literally felt that I'm going every single day in, in, in the halachic realm, the Torah realm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm having an account with Albert Einstein, the equivalent of the but the love genius was just, it was just beyond compare. Um, um, and the way he presented the sugya, or especially the big shul, how brilliantly and how eloquently it was presented. It represented, you know, in a beginning, you know, when he presented it, it was like, like incontrovertible. Um, and, you know, this commitment, especially in terms of the American Jewry, made the, all the difference in terms of whether American Jewry could flourish or not. Of course, there were others who came, um, the Baron Cutler, the Satmar Rebbe, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, but the love in terms of this constituency, it, it was, he was just in, Incomparable and his integrity, his genius, 
was just um, was just beyond amazing. And so this on his yacht site, I wanted just I spoke of a piece of Torah because I thought that's who he represented, Talmud Torah de Rabin, and uh, and we all exist, I think, in terms of Torah community only because of the love. And if, and we will in our lifetime, and in our in our children's life, we will never ever see another person by the historical measures of the love of Salvation. He was just beyond extraordinary, and uh, in, in both in his intellect, his extraordinary mind, um, but all the qualities that he brought to the Shia and to teaching Torah and the commitment to it were 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 really beyond compare. And that's why we think about him today. So we're going to have Rabbi Neil to speak, and then Rabbi Tavis, and you know, it's going to be Rabbi Rashman. Rabbi Turk was served for how, how long? As the Love Shamish, as we used to call them then. Love used to have boys from the, from the, from the shield, from the, from the college, who would help them each day, and they got a special glimpse of the love you know, in, the, in his own environment, in his apartment. 